It's been a week where some voices from the past have been offering their comforting and discomforting voices about the future. So what did we get? And did they tell us any tricks that we're missing? Well, John Key has spoken a couple of times and there was some comfort to be found in his predictions. He, like all of us, knows the rest of the year is going to be extremely tough financially for all businesses and some in particular. But he said that he, he thinks we'll start recovering faster than some people have said. Some of the naysayers, some of the doom merchants, he says the regions will be hard hit, but that Auckland will continue to grow slowly because of its economy of scale. He believes unemployment will reach double figures, but certainly not the 25% that some predict. He believes property prices will slump a bit, but crawl back relatively well. Uh, He said that businesses will take advantage of the crisis to trim fat from their employee numbers, their staff numbers, which you have to say is pretty brutal, but you know in your heart. It's what happens. It's accurate. Never waste a crisis. He thinks that commercial property will flounder because they're cutting the staff numbers, but also because more of us have discovered working from home. So you don't need so big an office building. His biggest concern, access to finance, particularly to developers, you know, to build stuff, whether it's houses or malls or or businesses or um, industrial parks. And, you know, this is the big one. And this is the big one we all are facing You need cash to oil the wheels of business, and it's not coming in the front door. Therefore, you have to borrow it from somewhere. But from uh, Sir John, uh, the only real concrete advice I could gather about what to do right now was that he would wake up each day and figure out another business that could go to work. In other words, level to the country, um, all the country, or at least some sectors that could trade safely. And today and this morning, we had the pleasant baritone of former finance minister and radio station owner, uh, Stephen Joyce. He graced the airwaves. He was asked, what is the government missing? And he too, like almost all national politicians, thinks we should go to level two. Stephen this morning praised the quick implementation of the wage subsidy, which Phil O'Reilly did as well this week. We went hard and early on it. Uh, So he, he plays that, but he said that it needs to be extended now. Because of the simple reason that firms that are not going to make it will need to give their employees four weeks notice. Now, this is a good point well made that I hadn't heard before. The 12-week wage subsidy started on March 17th. So I looked at the calendar. We're in the seventh week. There are five to go. We really need to know by the end of this week or early next if it's going to be extended, if we're going to give four weeks notice. We certainly need to know before May 11, which is apparently when the Prime Minister speaks next, and certainly before the budget, which is not until May 14th, two weeks from now. So I thought that was a great point. Um, Stephen Joyce said the government has done a good job stimulating the manufacturing, forestry and construction sectors. And he said the farming is still doing well. But he says that the government needs to focus more on retail, hospitality, personal services, tourism, accommodation, and international education sectors who are hurting more every day. He says the government is showing a bias towards the traditional trades and the traditional exports, which he says is no bad thing, but it's not enough. We've got to think about those other sectors. And he specifically said those I know because I went back and listened to it and wrote it down. And this is where we come to a little bit of an uncomfortable truth that most people don't speak. Uh, Most of the sectors he mentioned are not suffering because of the lockdown. And when the lockdown ends, they will not be in the clear because they've been smashed by the border shutdown. Tourism and accommodation are hardest hit. 
And then there's the hospitality that caters to travellers. There are cafes up and down this country. You're not going to get off a cruise ship, take a ferry to Devonport or or go down to the port area in Napier and buy yourself a lunch because the cruise ships ain't coming in anymore and that's the hospitality that's going to be hurt. And you can't have much of an international education sector if the students can't even enter the country. And no one is asking for the border controls to be eased and no one will. And those border controls won't be eased anytime soon. So what is the answer to that? Well, Stephen didn't say. He mentioned some sectors, but he didn't say how to help. There was some discussion about helicopter cashing it. But if we're dumping money on businesses that at the end of the day will still not make it, is that actually a smart use of government money? Earlier in the week, Mark Mitchell couldn't tell us what his party would do to save the example he gave, which was a laundry dependent on washing motels linen. So what would you do about it, Mark? Uh, This is because no one knows what to do about it, including the opposition. The only policy I seem to see from Goldsmith and others is pushing for a change in levels, which frankly will do little to fix the endangered sectors, as I explained before. Matthew Hooten writes, writes today, it appears as though the government is picking winners. I think they are. Just the same way Roger Douglas and Ruth Richardson did in dark days gone past. It appears that the harsh truth is that some sectors will not be saved, but nobody particularly a politician, is prepared to say that out loud. So anyway, from this week of wisdom, from the titans of the past, the concrete proposals are these. Extend the wage subsidy now. Drop the levels, perhaps sector by sector now. And that seems to be about it. And it all seems too little. And it's rapidly getting too late.